I have a problem with David Hetty. You can open a set by being like really distraught and uncomfortable and slow and saying, I want to know what I Hello, hello. Um, I have a problem with David Hetty. Is what you're listening to, and I'm David Hetty. And uh, this is the inaugural episode of this podcast. It may be the last episode as well, I don't know. Um, and uh, basically, uh, I've just come off of far too long uh, having spent edited editing this 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 episode and um i'm a little okay well i think the idea first off to tell you what the idea of the show is is that i am going to be bringing uh, a guest on with me a friend or an acquaintance or i don't know a merchant or whomever uh someone who has a grievance to air with me uh they may have perceived a slight in the past or uh whatever it is they're going to come here and explain to me what it is, and then I'm going to respond to them, and we're going to discuss it, and we're going to see if it comes to resolution, or most likely I'm going to try to explain to this person uh, why what I did was actually, in fact, quite reasonable under the circumstances, and it was just sort of a misunderstanding as to what happened. Um, and I guess it's possible that anyone could do a show like this just like anything else possibly uh but i think it's i think my nature kinds of kind of lends itself well to this premise because i i think i tend to find myself in these misunderstandings more often than others um i guess by nature like i'm somewhat i don't know principled or stubborn however you want to interpret it uh kind of air i don't know yeah so this you you get the sense i think if you listen to the episode basically so you know, my, my guest is uh, my very good friend, Gerard Harris. And um, <laughs> I tell you, like, I had a lot more sympathy for him uh, before I listened to this, his, this recording we made so many times. And I really kind of understand why maybe what my why maybe we had the disagreement that he refers to why basically I got so angry. OK, and this maybe maybe this all sounds crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I always want to apologize for one thing. It kind of got a little heated at one point and I ended up, um, stopping the recording. Okay. I think it's going to be pretty obvious, pretty, pretty apparent as to, to where that is in the, in the interview, but that's all I guess you have to know at this point. And, uh, yeah, yeah, enjoy I just want to say that just now when I mentioned that I was doing lots of editing, it's not that I was cutting up and manipulating the whole conversation as basically as it was straight through. It's just that there were a few points, for instance, where, uh, you know, Jard is drinking a little bit loudly or, you know, but um, I gave him the drinks or, I mean, it it was his drink rather, but I said it was fine for us to be drinking while we were doing this, so that's that's all. Okay, okay. Uh, next. I believe I'm good. All right, that's it. 
That's it. That's it. All right. Well, and obviously, mm-hmm. you want to be careful with the drinks and, and such because that ought not to be making lots of noise and things like this. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yes, well, I'll be. Yes. Well, of all the things that could happen, are you about to open up a beer? Right. Okay. Anyway, so. Um, Cheers to you. All right. Mm. Well, I've known you. Why am I here? Why are you here? Because I. Well, okay. I mean, it's a little bit contrived, but I think that. Well, I would have, is. I would have most said already. Uh, you know, explained the whole conceit of the show. Right. And so, at this point, what I would require and desire of you mm. is to, you know, ultimately explain to me something that you may have taken issue right. with with respect to some interaction we may have had. Um, let me count the ways, David. Um, <laughs> and I did I did put some thought into this and the 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 number one issue and we should obviously only do one but um the one that I keep coming back to which which really blows me away <laughs> because of what what I'm upset about about more than anything. Wait, now, is, I, and this is sincere? Oh, sure. Um, okay. could, by the way, uh, um, I know this is not strictly relevant, but could we alter the lighting in here? I feel... Certainly. It's too... Oh, yeah. Right. It's too it's, it's, it's I like I like your little... Yeah, it's not intimate enough. That's what I wanted to do, It's actually. a little... Okay. A little like being in an institution. That's much better. Okay. Now I feel like we're, we're two frenemies having a conversation as opposed right. to being under interrogation. What, what, what is... I don't... You can point at the table and gesture all you like. Don't pop it down, I'll do what I can. All right. Um, yeah, that's an authenticity. Anyway. So, um, in... I think it... Okay, so it was the summer of 2008. Wait, we've known each other... Okay, well... We've known each other for... Five years. I, I met you in the um, early summer of 2007. Yeah, that was when I was really doing stand-up for the first time, I feel. That's right, and that was when I was doing stand-up for the last time. Okay. Um, until the last few months. I wandered into Oliveira's on the first couple of weeks that I was in Montreal, and I met you and Safi and Deanne and George and Jason and... Okay, all these very untalented stand-ups as well. But, and um, uh, we hung out that summer. Did you? Did you have to choose? Okay, did I have to choose yeah, between yeah. you and other stand-ups? No. No, no. Do you have to choose? This was, it was difficult to choose one thing to discuss for today. Or were there many things? It was like this is the clear one this today. Just, just let me get to the story. Okay. okay. Trust me. Oh, yeah. This is all minor preamble. Just, just. Oh, this seems so minor. Let a, let a middle-aged man talk. Um, uh, we hung out that summer and we got to know each other and I, and I understood that you were uh, the person that you, that you are. Um, and I recall one particular evening where we sat on my balcony until about 6am. You'd ostensibly come over to, to moan about a girl that didn't understand you. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> I spent... We went through an entire bottle of Calvados possibly an entire Portuguese chicken and I mainly harangued you for your overly philosophical approach to life because I felt as a Jewish comedian with a philosophy degree and a pair of 
crazy parents, I had some insight. But this, this is with respect to the story, or this is just all, all sort of... So, a year later, I find myself in much the same position. You haven't changed. You haven't listened to a word I've said. Um, Wait a second, now or then? 2008. Okay. Remember? That's how I started this. Okay, right. 2007 was when we met, and, and what happened happened. Uh, and then you, you interrupted me, and now we're in 2008. Okay. I'm back in Montreal. I'm seeing the same girl I was seeing the year before. And I'm living now also around Park La Fontaine, but a different apartment. In fact, I believe it was a, a, a guy who knew, knew you or knew of you. Right, right, right. Um, you don't want to use names. Alexander Herman. Yeah. Anyone using the name of the girl? Oh, sure. Well, it's Antoinette. Um, oh, and I didn't think it was right. That was something else. else. Well, I was seeing all sorts, but Antoinette was my main squeeze, shall we say. She was my girlfriend. Okay. And um, we happened to have been going through a particular issue, her and I, when the incident that happened happened. What a, um, which we'll all get to. I had played, I recall, going to somebody's apartment. It could have been yours, it could have been Fails. Uh -huh. um, it was myself, it was you, it was Faisal, Safi, Mike Mayo, one or two others. Okay. We spent an evening playing poker. You're already grimacing, which means yeah, I know. either you, I think you this was absolutely know what's apartment. coming or you absolutely don't know what's coming. Either way, you're afraid of the answer. All right. And during that evening, we had all started ribbing each other. But the, and the issue, of course, is the problem, of course, is that when you don't take a joke well, particularly amongst other comics, that's you're now going to be the focus of. And this was the first summer that we were friends. This is very no, early this on. This is the second. This is two thousand and eight. Okay. Okay. This okay. Is, we'd established our friendship okay. and a particular dynamic, and I thought I knew. You and I thought you would um, uh, understand me, okay. but it turns out not not so much. And I clearly didn't understand this aspect of you. And it, I think we mainly piled on you and Mike Mayo okay. that night okay. because you two. Well, Mike because he just didn't couldn't answer. He just took the abuse. Okay. So great. Then we'll keep giving. You didn't take the abuse, but. It was amazing. It was just amusing to watch you um, try to. I guess. But it must have been in good na in good nature, right? I only abuse in good nature. Right, right. If if I don't like somebody, it's they're not worth my fucking time <laughs> to give them These to give friends. them the benefit of my wit. Quite sure. frankly, okay. Even if it's caustic, it's still done in in in, in out of love. Um, and I don't remember how it came about. It was certainly all very organic, very natural. But I remarked at one point to you that I was better at having sex than you were. Really? Yes. And you took a tremendous amount of umbrage at this. Really? I had said, because it is an inherently outrageous statement, I had said, David, quite frankly, I'm a lot better at sex than you are. And you were... Hurt. 
Wait, By the second. So it wasn't that I took issue with the fact that, like, there's no way of, like, you knowing this. It's just, like, you, like, how... You Who fucking knows? I don't think you really explained what he, what you... In fact, I'm almost certain you didn't, because if we'd have been able to engage on it, on a... If we'd have been able to analyse why... You would have understood okay, so that it wasn't real. That I made that I was completely making up. I think what had happened that maybe I was at that point sleeping with a few people, uh-huh. and the subject had come up, and you might have been sleeping with a few people, okay. and the subject had come up. And, I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, I actually think you were. I think at that point you were seeing two, wait, and you were right. seeing two different girls. Uh-huh. Too fucking late. This podcast is about you. And and the shit you got yourself into. Well, so you were seeing two, you almost definitely you were seeing two girls. It's possible. It's possible. I can almost name them. Okay, that's <laughs> key. Okay, so but I, I can't let them <laughs> let them out themselves in future podcasts. I can't stage. imagine that I really took you, issue with this. I'll tell you how much you took issue. Okay, you didn't want to be there any longer. What? You you actually were rubbing your forehead much as you do now, which is always a classic moment okay, of okay, okay David's okay. not happy. Okay. Um, and the next day, I was going to a wedding. Wait I think, a second, oh, that's the way. That's hold that's on. All that happened for the evening. Uh, I don't understand. How let me finish. All right, all right. I was going to a very good friend of mine's wedding in the Eastern Townships. I was groggy as fuck because we had we had been up all night drinking and. Mm-hmm. Taking the piss and and I played poker. I don't think it was for much, five bucks, whatever. Yeah, okay, true. Sure. Um, but the stakes felt high, if you see what I mean. So we went for hours, and I was still a smoker at that point, not for much longer. But and so I just I felt rotten. I had a few hours sleep, and then I had to go and get a car and and drive with Antoinette to the Eastern Townships. It was like a two-hour drive away. Listen to me. Okay. okay. And I was late, and Antoinette comes round, and we've got to go and get the car and go to a wedding, okay? This is not the sort of thing you can be late for. And before we're due to leave, you call me. Okay. And, I don't know. Okay, okay. And, and I look at the phone thing, and, and I look at the phone thing? The phone. Um, and I think, oh, no. Oh, God, I know what this is going to be about. Because we had parted on... Well, you had parted on bad terms. I think I remember this. I had, I had, I mean, oh, listen, the thing is, if you, if, if you, if you've got a little bruise, right? Yeah. And it's an absurd one, then I am going to keep hitting it right. until, until it bleeds. So this is an issue with me? This is, this is something, it doesn't seem to be, I did anything wrong. You provoking. called me up uh-huh. and you demanded an apology. What? <laughs> Because you did not think it was a reasonable thing to say. Wait a second. Okay, so this is about truth verification. It's not about like actually feeling hurt or something. It's about just uh, you can you can boil it down in a minute. Okay, it so happened. All right. It so happened that that the last couple of days I had been discussing with Antoinette about the very nature of offending people and apologising for it mm-hmm. because. There had been an issue between us. You, you, you and her. I don't recall the you precise issue. No, no, she and I. Okay. She and I. I don't recall the precise issue. I just recall her. It might well have been me lecturing her because Antoinette, God love her, but really had, had 
Uh, Antoinette had a loose tongue on her, as many people who've, who've, who've met her can agree, and a sharp barbed one, and she'd say something really cutting, mm -hmm. and then, and then not do anything about it, even though she could see people hurt. And then I had pointed this out to her, and, 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 and she had promised to apologise from now on. And I had humbled her and made her apologise to me for what something. Shut the fuck up and let me finish. Right. So I'm now in the position where I've been, I've been lecturing her about apologising to me when she had said something uh. rude or wrong. Is it that hard? You, you can't wait to hear the conclusion. So, uh, and then... I now get a phone call from you demanding an apology, which I absolutely don't believe mm -hmm. is justified. Mm -hmm. But she's there, and I had told her, maybe? I Okay, so yes, I okay, so she'd come, and the first thing I said was, fucking hell, David, it's all coming back to me, I was like, this fucking friend of mine got, got really upset last night because I had a joke that I'd made, um, and... You know, I'm, I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hungover, and this is all bullshit. And she had said, you know, well, Gerard, you know, don't you think you should just apologise anyway? And I said, no, I don't. I think it's bullshit. And then you called me up, and you were, I've never heard you before or since be more upset about my behaviour. I don't understand. You were so upset and you demanded an apology and I gave you a groveling apology down the phone to impress my girlfriend <laughs> and to get you off of my back. I did not in any way mean what I said. The fact that I told you I was you, better you at sex than you. Sometimes you, you, you have no, to let me finish the story. You have to finish, otherwise we're going to have to do another podcast about this podcast. Why are you constantly talking through me all the because time? I want to interact with you. This is insanity. Why David, can I, I want to get into this? This podcast will have to become, a, there'll have to be a podcast about Stop this podcast. Stop referring to it. Stop referring to it. Just act naturally. Just I'm, 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 I'm trying to act naturally. Unfortunately, you're getting in the way of me telling but you the story. As soon as I've told you the story, you can ask me every question you like. Why do you have to, why do you have to I'm, take, take I would have finished the story ten minutes ago if you... It's a conversation, <laughs> ideally. Do you know that a conversation does have some parts where one person it's speaks uninterrupted. You have not let me tell the tale. But I... Okay, so so I can say okay, so this is you've you've like this is crystalline structure as to how you want to tell explain this. Well, I'm trying to tell you the story and I keep being interrupted. You, if, okay, you can, fine. Okay, you, okay, okay. If you could just remember what you asked, do you do this in court? I don't do anything in court. Right? Did you? No, obviously. Not. Right? Because I don't think that's the way it works. It's not really. I didn't go to law school, but I don't think that's okay, how it okay. works. So. The so story was basically over. I gave you a groveling apology. Right. I had. Absolutely no, no good faith in that apology. Okay. I just needed to get off the phone, impress my girlfriend, yeah. and get to a wedding. Okay. And you, I have no idea what you whether you accepted it or not. We continued our friendship. Yeah. Um, I don't recall any other incident where that came up, but I have never forgotten the fact that. I said something inherently absurd as a joke, and you took it very, very badly. And the only reason I apologised was for entirely external reasons. I I take the apology back. Okay, first... I'm, I've been waiting to take it back for four years now. Okay, so wait, so you're upset about having issued an apology, which I had no effect over. Like, I was not a, re I was not a part of the reason as to why you gave me that apology. Well... 
Um, you blame me for that? No, I, I, it's true. If if Antoinette hadn't been there and that issue hadn't been between us, I think I would have not apologized. I think I would have tried to reason with you. Okay, so that's not my... I, I have no... That's not my... That's not... I'm not accountable for that at all, the fact that you apologized in that moment. Well, I think you're part, you're part of the... You're part of it. I wouldn't have needed to give an apology if you hadn't have called up in extremely... Horrible circumstances. Well, how am I supposed to? I mean, come on. I don't know. That's real. I don't know. You're going to wait tomorrow. I don't know. Well, so, what you were doing? Why can't I give my friend a call? But why you, did, does one, do you have to be um, present to all that's going on? So all you're the blaming, factors? So you're blaming me for something uh, that I did uh, just like purely causally. There was no ill will in yeah. the time. No, no. I had no knowledge of regret no, anywhere. Not, no, no, that's not the real. The real issue is that you took offense in the first place and felt an apology was necessary. But that's okay. So so is that but that's the that's only the thing or that's all it's compounded by the fact that I phoned in time which is an opportune for you. Yeah, that that that's just what happened. That's well, not I can't to me remember. that's not that important. I I I rescind the the apology. Uh, it's it that's important to me but that's not uh, the issue the issue is that you took it badly in the first place and felt the need to force me to apologize but I'm not for something so inherently nonsensical but we took we had a whole evening together and this, we didn't have it out then and we didn't resolve this no, no no i think you were very upset you were you were you were really upset then i said i think you had told me you had you had gone through it and you 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 felt it was did you no, you didn't say bullying, but you felt it was you felt it was used a bunch of words that I would just not have applied to it. And you said that you were you never said why. You just said that you were better in bed than I was. Yeah. Yeah. But that's ludicrous. It's pure like it's obviously just a joke. Like, how the fuck do you know? How would you even Oh I was I'm pleased to I'm pleased to hear that you finally got the joke. But how do I you know? You didn't you're... get the joke four but years how ago. How do I know that your recollection is is any more you know, well, because you don't remember this incident at all. <laughs> I just brought it up, and you're like, "Well, yeah," but that doesn't mean that it's, it's any more likely that what you're saying is true. It's considerably more likely since I remember some of it. You don't well, remember any could, of it. I mean, I'm not saying you made it up, but like you, you know, you possibly could have made this up. I'm not saying you did, but the fact that I remember it doesn't mean that you're right. I would have made, made, made up something far more amusing and interesting. That, no. Like this is listen. <laughs> yeah, I thought we could, we can't know that either. This this is. Mundane in the extreme, but that's I, I I would imagine that most people are going to have going to bring up things which to to when when spoken out loud that make almost no sense. It makes no sense to me at the time. I thought David was bullied about his sexual prowess in high school. Is that possible? That's the only. That's the only. It's non-existent. Thing. There right. was no issue. Well, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't understand what else it could be. I mean, if I think about it, may I could see that. Okay, especially if, in fact, I don't know, like I was with more than one girl at that time. If that's if that's the case, I have no idea. But um, I'm pretty sure you are. I, I can remember the two. So I don't think I would be feeling so like insecure at that time. But actually, I think you were insecure. Yeah, I remember. Well, I remember you. I remember you going on about these two girls and how you. You weren't. This is terrible. Wait a second. Yeah, that no, I wasn't. I remember us sitting. I remember us meeting later that summer in Saint Peter Park, and and the issue came up with these two girls, and I was going, "Are you fucking insane?" That could have been any summer. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. But wait a second. Okay. Summer. But possibly, it was that summer. 
Possibly it could have been a reflection. You're have... sitting there eating your bagel, dipping into a bit of Philadelphia cream cheese, and telling me right. about how you couldn't choose between either of these girls. No, I just... It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But I feel as though possibly I could have interpreted what you said as a, ref- as, as, as a sincere sort of like reflection of how I felt you, you, know, you thought about uh, me. And that made... Uh, no doubt. I mean, well, what else could it be? You didn't think I was joking. But isn't that a bad joke on your part, though? Like, why is it my no. fault if the joke doesn't come across? Everybody else found it funny. But I forgot about it, right? Like, what happened? Why? So what happened? So you apologize. And that's it? And then you didn't say that it was a f- f- faux apology after the fact? After Antoinette was no longer No, then I, then I moved on with my life, but... Why are you... You asked me to remember a, a, a time where you and I um, were... I don't know how. Well, I'm not sure the language you used. Why um, are you issuing apologies that you don't feel you ought to you ought to give? What? <laughs> because you wanted I one, but I can't bear the worse than I didn't need to give one. I gave it anyway because fuck it. But I really, I really gave a groveling one because a, on tonight was was aware of what was going on. Okay. And b, you were more upset than I've ever heard you. Mm. Before or since, that's strange. Which meant it really touched a nerve, and really, which which is why I came up with the theory that you must have had the piss taken out of you prior to this. If you hadn't, then it had been you taking the piss out of yourself and hoping nobody else had noticed that you weren't good in bed. I don't know what else it could have been. Um, all comics have. A mass of insecurities, and a lot of them are, you know, have it about uh, have it about their their sex bits. But right. I do not know, though. I went to the what I would say <laughs> the obvious the obvious um, avenues of where an insecurity like that may come from, and an issue like where do you think that may from. come from? Well, in actual insecurity. You mean in terms of like sexual prowess? No, I really no, I didn't think that. I I prowess. thought more in terms of people's perception. You mean, like, mean, my friends? Well, people's perception. I'm not saying whether it's friends. Oh, I don't think I all the about. general public or girls you I were actually dating. Like that. Maybe in high school, certainly, but not. I don't think yeah. at this point. Well, you had only been out of high school for a few years at that yeah, point. Yeah, but no, like, some, you know, five or something, let's say. Well, you know, some wounds cut deep. I have no idea. I mean... I don't... I don't think that's, like, a huge... <laughs> No, I don't buy that. I mean, and the, the, the irony is, of course, is that I think I've proved I'm better in bed than you. <laughs> what do you even mean? <laughs> at least this time, at least this time, you're not upset. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it doesn't make me angry. Of course it's ridiculous. ridiculous. No, it, nor should it. Have you issued other apologies to me that you haven't, like, really been behind? Have I issued any other apologies? I don't recall any. Probably. Really? Other apologies. I don't know. <laughs> I feel that like a bad memory is not like you know conducive to this going so well somehow. Right. Obviously, not somehow. Expressive. I don't know. I like the gaps. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, you are somebody who who is well suited, if not to if not to um, uh, uh, the legal profession. Nevertheless, to legislation generally, because you do tend to um, put preconditions um, on 
contracts with friends. Well, how do you feel? I sort of feel as though the apology is sort of a non-issue because I wasn't responsible for your feeling whatever. I mean, maybe our relationship, but the, the fact that I put on Sarah, something I didn't control, I wasn't aware of as far as I can imagine. I wish, and you, it, I wish you'd heard your phone call. I wish you'd heard the, the way you, I didn't you get asked. Why can't you get it? I mean, I, I said, okay, let me, wait. Um, I don't know why it, I don't think that's something that normally get, get me so upset. I wonder exactly what was said and how it was said. When the context was, like, I suppose that, you know, all these things help. But... I don't, I don't know, I just... I have no idea. Do you feel like, uh, you owe me an apology? <laughs> Why? What for? Exactly, like, what? Well, for, for not understanding you're saying something in good, in, in good faith and friendship? That's number one. Alright. <laughs> number two would be demanding an apology off of me, which is really odd. Well, I feel as though oftentimes it's, it's good to demand an apology. It's good to at least let someone know that this is something bothering you. Or, you know, me. Yeah. Um, and that like, this is something that yeah. is sincerely bothering me. Yeah. And that uh, even if you feel as though an apology isn't necessary or isn't warranted, <laughs> if I'm, you know, if something, something you care about, I, mean, this is really, I, w I don't know why I would even say this to someone uh, if I don't care about them or the relationship mm. I have with them. Mm. And then to say, like, this is how I'm feeling. And, feeling, you know, I mean, a human is an irrational, humans are irrational. And, if, and so to say, to communicate that to you is almost, it's not purely about the apology, it's something greater than that. And so if you're saying, no, I don't feel this way, then that is communicating much more to me than the fact that you don't feel as though you owe me an apology. It's more like how much you value this, this friendship. And so it's important to, I, I imagine, if, especially if that was like the most like hurt or angry or you know, you heard me. Then the fact that I said it to you is like a good, it's a good thing, I well, think. And I appreciate your... Okay. Three things I have to say. Okay. I'm not going to remember them all because... Okay. One, um, uh, I was, I felt it devalued the friendship. Really? Because, of course. Really? Because I had to give in, on, I had to give way on something which I felt was, uh, um, uh, a bad thing. Uh, two, um, I think that I just let you speak um, without interrupting you, which is how it should be done. And just now? Three, yeah, just now. And three, yeah, different. And three, the, that is what I was trying to tie together is this sense of absolute propriety by you. Um, I hope I'm using that word right. Uh -huh. uh, where <laughs> you want, you, you actually require to a, I'm going to throw out the word obsessive um, degree, okay. things to be right and proper. And that, that requires um, pathological, legalistic, you know, sense of how you and your friends should interact. And so, of course, you, you had started 
um, demanding. I think you might well have you might well have apologised to people for things they didn't know you'd done or done. Oh, I apologise constantly. Right, exactly. I'm not saying you were hypocritical. If any, you were too consistent in 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 this. You would redress the balance for things that people didn't know was out of balance. Okay, is that a bad thing though? I think it can be. I think I think like anything. To, done to excess, of course it is. But done right, it's extremely nice to receive an apology for something you didn't even know was wrong. <laughs> and so it's, it's like finding a little gift that you or finding how, a fiver in your pocket and you didn't how, know it was there. It's how I get my biggest laughs. In fact, I'll get an email in response with you know endless hahas and saying it, it never occurred to them. No, but like absolutely. But like, okay, okay. So then the fact that it's something that I tried though. Okay, first off, but it, I did. I, I feel bad for having made you feel bad. Okay, like. I suppose if one apologizes for having affected something they didn't want to affect, sort mm. of, in, you know, like, you know, in, like, in terms of utility or, you know, uh, consequentialism, but not that, I don't think that was my intention to do something wrong, to hurt you. No, no. To get something not. that I, no, no. I wasn't deserving. No, I agree. Um, Can I jump in? Uh... Yeah, sure. Which is to say that the reason I felt it devalued was it meant that okay, so this is a moment where one friend is calling the shots on the other. You have set, you have put a demarcation line, whereas before there wasn't one. Well, that's why, and that's my sense of okay. David's building some boundaries around what what can be broached and what can't. Was it a sense of like an ultimatum that if you did not? No, I don't know. I don't remember. I I remember you being. <laughs> know the word really fucking upset and you know maybe you were just hormonal but is this is this like I don't know I I did think oh wow and I and I and of course the worst thing and this happens only ever in these situations you begin to question yourself and you go did I overstep the mark did I say something is that a bad was thing was it really bad yeah it is it is bad when you start to question your own when you start to question uh, when when it turns out you're questioning something which is fundamentally fine when you're going does 2 plus 2 equal 4 did I get that have I got that wrong all these years now it's true I've noticed that there are times where I've I'm I have on many David I could be doing a podcast like this no, the amount of people I've said something fucking awful to and not realised true enough and I bet you I've offended you genuinely but and there's, and I, if I could remember one of those, I'd apologise for it now. But this is a time where it was, it shouldn't have been taken as yeah, a Yeah, but necessarily the fact but that I started it to wonder me, whether I did. But the fact that it bothered me is evidence of the fact that, like, what you said wasn't appropriate because what you're doing was trying to communicate with me. And so if it didn't, if it didn't accomplish its effect, then, like, I mean, how can you say well, that sure, you, I don't there was to, no I, reason I, whatsoever to question what you'd done? Well, I don't have, you know, a, a full schematic of your brain wow. um, and personality. Uh, I mean, that, but what does that even mean? What does it mean? It means, why should I know how every single thing is going to land? But you, you always take risks. But risk. you shouldn't know. Exactly. Out of the six had, people in that room, five of them laughed Okay, but if, I hadn't, but if I hadn't said anything, then you wouldn't have known that maybe like something with our, our way of interacting wasn't the way you understood it to be. And so that's a good thing. Maybe I shouldn't have done it with such, like, in the manner I did, but like, the fact that I... Well, you don't find it bad now, so, uh, and you might not have found it, you might not have found it offensive the day before or the day after. Well, it's possible. Who fucking knows? I, I, I certainly, no, I reject the idea that 
Um, it was a, it was in any way a good thing. I really? That. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I, way. No, I don't see it. I, I learned. I I didn't learn anything from it. Um, I learned I can be. Um, I can be. I can capitulate even on <laughs> even on principle. I can capitulate on a matter of principle. No good came of it. Well, maybe this. Something else would come. I don't know. Uh, I've, certainly never, <laughs> I've certainly never made that joke again to anyone. But, uh, and it, you know, I tell you why it's not a good joke. Okay, why? It's not because it's ira- it's uh, I, the good part of the joke is that's absurd. You can't possibly know that. That's funny that somebody could make that assertion. What's right. bad about it is that there's an underlying obnoxiousness to it, where that's somebody's true. going, "Yeah, I, I can't. I can only make. A, I can only pull a face. I can't even." bring forth the words that sh- show how obnoxious I found that. And I found it obnoxious at the time because I wasn't being me. I was being that guy. But you do take pride in an element of that in your life. No doubt. Like, I wonder, like, certainly, like, I, I mean, I wonder... I did back then, for You're sure. older than me. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Me. yeah, yeah. So you've certainly had more experience in that. So if, if, uh, if more and less. At that point, I was, at that point, I was going into a period where I was fucking everything but I hadn't for for most of my life right. before so I was like a, I was almost like a teenager who had suddenly discovered sex or wanking but then maybe you know? it come someone who like you know admittedly was like oh like I never get laid or something that to make that would have been a purely absurd joke but here it was actually there could have been some sort of yeah, something behind it for sure for sure so for like, sure you know. and and I and I was aware of the the fact I don't think you know I mean we had this discussion the other day about the fact that almost everything I write and a lot of what I perform apart from storytelling, is always one step further removed than people realize. I'm playing somebody playing somebody. Okay. And in that case, that was an outburst of me playing obnoxious prick, doing, you know, taking the piss out of you. I really, really didn't believe it. Okay. If I did, I could never have said it. I could never have said something so inherently absurd. I wouldn't, how could I possibly believe that? You know? I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't even think I'm as good as I don't even think I'm as good as me in bed. Like it doesn't make sense. We should no, we, we should find the same girl and ask. Well, let's, well, just, we call, have, let's just call up yeah, Hannah. Yeah. Let's just call up Hannah. You know what? That's a great idea. That maybe that's it's the other a very thing. good. I think we found. I think we found <laughs> the other issue because that was ridiculous. That was a very fun interaction. Actually, when it came out, I felt so. I felt very bad for disclosing that to you, and you, you, you didn't. But you know what I feel as though, but then you have to also ask, like, what were my feelings for her and yours for her and hers and hers for mine and hers for yours? That's because that I affects... That's why I wasn't so upset. I was more upset with the way you, the way like, you did it than, like that, than that you did it. Oh, my God. Can I just say, I was, well, I, let's bring a <laughs> This, I don't think, poor girl doesn't need to ever... No, this exists. Well, we can but maybe, bl- I don't know, block that out. Eh. I mean, who's going to know? I mean, who knows? I don't know. Okay, listen. Okay. I just want to say this. My... <laughs> by that point... <laughs> That's by that, really good. By that point in my life, I was already, like, I had been in... I'd only... From Antoinette on, I'd only been in open relationships. Okay. So, I wasn't really ever wedded to the idea of of um, exclusivity so the idea of 
somebody I was sleeping with, some, sleeping with somebody else, fine. Was Good. it at the same time, was it? Was it? It was close. It was well, close it was very though. close. But I, I don't know. I don't remember when I last slept with her. I don't first think I was aware, though, of it. Was I aware of it? I must have been. Yeah. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Well, no, I was. I was. I was. I was. I was. I was, actually. I was. But it seemed like it had been over. Because it had been, anyway, it had been like some several weeks, I think. Why don't you tell me the first time you slept with her? Because I can maybe remember one of the last times I did. Do you remember you the date? The first no, of course not. Do you remember the month? No, of course not. Of course not. Uh, I definitely remember the month. Oh, this is not. This is terrible. Okay, well, September, September, two thousand and ten. I don't know. I don't remember dates. Come on, it was September summer. It was summer, I believe. I don't know. Well, if you did, if you fucked her before September twenty ten, and we were sleeping with her at the same time. No, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I was thinking of something else. I'm thinking of something else. Someone else. <laughs> and that was Halloween. So anyway, so was it? No, it was oh. after Halloween. Oh my anyway, god, it's not important. It's not important. Come on, it's not interesting even. It's not. It's well, totally it involved me. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Go on. No, I don't think about Anyway, what's the name? But just the thing is... Just tell me her fucking name. I don't know. Leonard. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway. Come on. No, who? Come on. I'm not going to do that. Why not? David, you just cut this out. Who? No, I don't want to do this. I'll tell you after. Take your glasses off so I can I can, I can punch you. No, I'm not going to... Who is... is it? I don't want to keep on talking about it. I'm not going to fucking tell you. I don't no. give a shit. About doing this at this time, there's but no is it, point. But is it somebody? Is it some? Is it something? Is it possibly something between us? No. Oh no, I don't know. There's an. I mean, possibly. Like, how do I know? But Halloween, Halloween twenty ten. Jared, no. Why? Don't focus on this. There's no reason. Oh my god, this is so stupid. It has nothing to do. I'm telling you flat out, it's nothing. Why? Why do I mean name names? What the? What's the point of this? What's the? What's well, because the it came up. Well, it's because it benefit? came up about from us from the specific. No, topic just believe me. No, the no I don't want to continue talking about this. There's no point. Okay, can we move um, on, please? Uh, uh, one last question. Why? Because it's so boring. Because it's so fucking boring to talk about this for this long. That's not the reaction that that of somebody bored. I'm bored. That's the reaction of somebody bored from boring everyone in the world the except you and me. Somebody who's very perturbed by the subject. Because I think not it's selfish bored. to keep on talking about this when I'm telling you it's not an issue. And why do they keep harping on this? <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. It might be stupid. It might be boring, but it's more than that. No, I feel like you're. I feel like this is totally selfish to keep on harping on this one point when I'm telling you flat out, sincerely. Yeah. It's nothing. But I kind of like, do I want, I mean, I think, look, I feel bad for having hurt you. Good. So I'm sorry about that. I appreciate it. I do. I'm sorry. I, I, mean, do. I, don't, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to hurt you. I don't mean to hurt you. I appreciate okay? it. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I know you didn't. Okay. It was more that, it's more that you thought I meant to hurt you. You really took it seriously. I think you think you you understood it was a joke that you didn't find funny. If I to to probably quote you close to verbatim. Okay. You knew I was joking, but you did not find it funny. So there was nowhere to go with it. I don't think I could not argue with you. I, you know, we couldn't rationalize it because you knew I was joking and didn't find it funny. But probably the acknowledgement was like. I think you actually had said you had started to make a point of of redressing when these things happened. Yeah. What? 
you had said as well that you had decided that you were going to call people. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really a good thing. Actually, yeah, it was around. Was it around that time that you started doing it? I don't know. Summer '08. I don't remember things. <laughs> anyway, I, I I really have to go to the washroom now. Great. So okay, I think that. All right. Me. Okay, you want to see who can do the best piss? I don't think it I piss very right? well. You're going for a piss? Yeah, I'm probably doing poo quicker than you do. Great. Piss. Now this is lovely. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of, uh, you know, the interaction between me and Gerard. And, uh, you know, I suppose it's possible to take this time right now to say things about our conversation to which Gerard won't be able to respond. Um, but what's on my mind is more because, okay, the the conversation we had was recorded about four months ago. I've been behind in lots of things. And within that time, Gerard and I had really our most, our most terrible fight of our friendship. And we weren't speaking for about two months. And it's not like going into so much about what happened. Basically, I uh, and also, you know, why, why would I want to give only my version of the story? That wouldn't seem right. But basically, I went over to his place uh, in Montreal because I was there for some shows. And he let me stay at his place very generously while he was away. And he came back late at night after a hard trip away. And, you know, he he was he wanted his place back, but I was on the couch. And anyway, and then we had this, this very uncomfortable, terrible interaction. And the next morning, I left basically without saying, without speaking. And I was very hurt by what had happened. And then... But the thing is, see, the thing is, because we, we'd already recorded this this uh, this podcast, it was in my mind not to demand an apology from him, <laughs> which maybe was a good thing. I didn't know. I mean, after we have it all out, all, you know, we discuss the nature of, of apology and, and putting him in an odd position. What, what, what would be even the point? I mean, it, anyway, the thing is, the thing is, is that I'm hoping from these conversations from this conflict from for there to emerge like a higher state some resolution something really something really nice and it i know that with the other podcasts i've already recorded and will be getting out soon uh it affects the way that i interact with people differently um yeah and that, i think that's i think that's uh that's i mean no, no, i think that's how, how life works really anyway but the thing is is that what i want to say i feel like it's a limited number of people though i can actually ask to come on here because if there are people with you know with whom i have perfect relationships they're gonna have no problems to, to air and that's happened and there are other people like i have this you know this this old roommate and uh i sent her an email asking if she wants to come come on here and we had a terrible terrible last interaction uh she was like, she was, she was breaking plates and she overturned my kitchen table and like this real sort of traditional hysterical, you know, uh, response. And I, I, I sort of threatened to take her to court before she started breaking everything. It was, and she, anyway, she wouldn't come onto the show. She didn't respond to, respond to my email, which is sad. It's unfortunate because I think she's pretty like, you know, she's crazy. She's goddamn crazy. I think. Yeah. She's anyway, but more problems will come up. In fact, with my roommate right now, things are very uncomfortable. 
Um, okay, but that's it, really, I suppose. Uh, I think you've been listening long enough. But this is the first one, so thanks for, for listening. Probably things will improve. Um, otherwise, Gerard Harris, he's putting on shows in Montreal and elsewhere, mostly Montreal, though, and he has a show this summer with ZooFest called uh, Let's Start a Country. And as for me, you can, you know, you just... I'm doing stand-up. You can go just Google my name, and there's a website, and there are shows there. And otherwise, just quickly say thanks to some people who helped out with this very much. Uh, ben King, Jeremy Friedman, David Tobias, Daniel Lee, and Eric Andrews. And uh, I guess we'll... I guess, you know, you put things out into the world, because what else, what else are you going to do? All right. <laughs>